My name's Damien Fitzpatrick. And I'm Damien Brewster. Welcome back, listeners. After the success of the World Cup podcast, uh, we're back. And uh, we're back with the new podcast for fans of football everywhere. It's educational too, remember. Uh, you can learn English through football, or you can just enjoy the football chat. Unfortunately, it seems that we've been uh, locked out of our new premises, uh, yeah. the new Pod Palace. The Pod Palace. Uh, it's still under construction, they've told us. Yep, so hopefully we'll be in next week. At the moment, we are outside uh, in Tokyo watching the world go by. Not too bad. So on today's show, we're going to start off with a review of some of the games from uh, last week around Europe. Uh-huh. We're going to follow that with an interview with our German correspondent, Hans. Yeah, that's, it's good to have him back on the show. Indeed. And then we've got a new section, the Fan Forum. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week there'll be someone talking about Manchester United. And finally, we're going to talk about our predictions. I believe I'm uh, still ahead in that game. Right, and the reviews of the weekend matches. Uh, first of all, we're going to start with the Premier League in England. Uh, you were watching Liverpool versus Aston Villa. That's right, and two clubs with rather mixed fortunes going into this game um, but it looks like the bubbles burst at Aston Villa while Liverpool look as though they've regained some form three goals uh, in the first half first goal uh, was quite a goal uh, the second goal slightly untidy but an effective volley from Crouch the third however was a lovely little overrun from Gerrard uh, on by Crouch and lashed in by, by Garcia uh, the rotation policy seems to be working fine what do you think? Um, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of it, actually. I think Liverpool would be challenging a lot stronger if uh, Benitez picked his strongest team as often as he could. OK, and the second game, you, you want to talk a little bit about the West Ham-Blackburn game? Yeah, for two reasons here. Basically, I mean, West Ham, everybody knows, we're going through such a bad patch. They've lost a club record eight games in a row. Eight games in a row for a team that was tipped to do fairly well this season was uh, not a good start. And with some stars that have recently uh, joined them. And I think in one of our later shows, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Transfer. yeah. Uh, the other point of it is uh, Teddy Sheringham scored. 40 years old and he scored a Premier League goal. Oh, there's hope for me yet. The uh, other big result, of course, in England at the weekend was uh, Manchester United's 4-0 victory over we- uh, Bolton, I should say, yep. and Wayne Rooney. Patrick, and they're looking good. They're looking pretty solid at the top, but the squad's a little bit thin, people are saying. Now, in the south coast of France this weekend, there was a big local derby between Marseille and Nice, and this one finished 2-1. It was an explosive end to the game. Uh, nice winning 2-1 with a 90th-minute goal. Uh, they picked up the three points, uh, but unfortunately, a local uh, fire officer picked up three of his fingers oh, God, yes, yeah, as, a, as a bomb was thrown onto the pitch. Unbelievable! By the unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, in Germany, uh, there was the big third versus fourth place play, uh, game. Uh, Schalke and Stuttgart. What was the score there? Uh, Stuttgart beat Schalke three 0 However, Schalke stayed third and Stuttgart fourth. But for more in-depth information about the German Bundesliga, here's our uh, German correspondent Hans. Thank you. Uh, yes, today we welcome back uh, Hans, who was a regular feature on our World Cup podcast. Uh, hello, Hans. How are you? Hi, how are you? Uh, thanks for coming back in. Um, today we're going to talk a little bit about Germany and German football. Yeah. And uh, my first question to you is, after the World Cup, uh, how did Germans feel about the post-Klinsmann era? Good question. Obviously, Klinsmann was uh, sadly missed when he chose not to sign another contract. Uh, but the, um, the era is going very well. Germany has had a couple of trial games. They've won them. They've had emphatic victories over all their uh, 
group team so far. So they're sitting very, very comfortably at the top and um, everybody seems to be rather happy with the situation. Yes. Generally, generally, there's a um, sort of a continuation of the World Cup euphoria and um, it's been sparked along by a movie that's come out called Germany, A Summer Fairy Tale. Um, it was taken throughout the World Cup. Um, they had a reporter following the team in the dressing room, on the pitch, in the Basen Hotel. Wow. And um, it's currently in the cinemas in Germany. And so everyone's reliving that feel-good time that we had in Germany. Indeed so it was, yeah. Everyone's happy. Good, good. Uh, now, domestically, in the German league this year, uh, which teams are doing well? The team of the moment is Werder Bremen, who have just performed superbly. They're an all-attacking team. They go for goals. They, they score goals. Kroos is their best-known striker. Right. Um, they, they've got a, a 27 goals in the, last, in the nine games so far, so scoring at three a game, which is wonderful, have scored uh, 14 goals in the last three games, including wow. victories over Bayern Munich and two away games. They're sitting on top. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's their nearest rival? Well, Bayern Munich is, okay. as always, the um, uh, one of the contenders, if not um, sitting on top. At the moment, Bayern Munich are struggling a little bit. They haven't quite got their game together. They've had a couple of losses and not scoring many goals. Okay. Um, young strike force, Podolski, okay. who's come from Cologne, and Mackay and uh, Roque Santa Cruz. Okay. So, other teams are Schalke, who you uh, have talked about earlier. Yes. Um, who are sitting in third at the moment, um, closely followed by Stuttgart. Okay. Now, you mentioned uh, Bayern Munich. Now, they're still in the Champions League. Yes, doing very well. Three wins in three games. So, tell us a little bit about the three teams that are left in the Champions League. Uh, the three German representatives are Bayern Munich, uh, Hamburg and Werder Bremen. Okay. Of these three, Bayern Munich look fairly safe to move into the next round. Hamburg, by contrast, look fairly safe not to move into the second round. They have no points. No points from their games, and um, they don't really look like they will get much out of this competition. Werder Bremen is in the tough group with uh, Chelsea and Barcelona. And depending on results, Werder Bremen could knock Barcelona out of the tournament. So Germans have their fingers crossed. Wow. The German team hasn't won the Champions League since, I think, 2000? 2001? Since Bayern Munich won it? Bayern Munich, yes. What about German team's chances to win the actual competition this year? What do you think? Well, um, to quote Rummenigge from from Bayern Munich, um, he stated that uh, Bayern Munich cannot win the Champions League, that they would be lucky to make it into the quarterfinals. Um, his reasoning is that they just can't compete financially with the big clubs in Europe. And um, this was brought along by the sale mm. or the moving of Michael Ballack right. to Chelsea. Um, Bayern Munich just couldn't hold on to him. Did and Bayern Munich get, receive any money for this? No, it was a free transfer. He had finished his contract and didn't sign a new one. Okay. Um, Bayern Munich um, piece their team together from players who don't quite make it in other teams. Uh, right. Van Bommel being a, a good example at the moment. Coming from coming from Barcelona. That's okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. And um, they don't really think that a German team has a chance in Germany. Mm-hmm. Although the way Werder Bremen's playing at the moment, you've got to rate them as a chance. Okay. Um, if they can maintain it throughout the season. Do you honestly think they can take Barcelona? 
I think they can, and here we are, I think they will. Hans, thank you very much for your comments. I hope to talk to you again during the season. Yeah, thanks for having me on your show. All right, thank you. So Hans doesn't tip a German side to go through all the way, although he thinks Bremen will get past Barcelona. What do you think? Um, I think Barcelona will beat Bremen, and but I do agree with Hans. I don't think the German team are going to win the Champions League this year. Huh. What about the English teams? Well, last night Chelsea uh, practically booked their way to the yep. next round. Yep. And Liverpool. They're through. That's right. And, and, and uh, Manchester United can do the same if they win tonight. That's right. Let's hear a little bit more about uh, Manchester United with Brendan on the first of our fans forum. Let's go. A good result at the weekend for all Man United fans. In many ways, the rivalry with Liverpool has overtaken the rivalry with near neighbours Man City. Many pundits were saying that if Liverpool failed to get a result at Old Trafford, their title challenge would be effectively over. And it seemed that Liverpool manager Rafa Benitez was suitably worried to pack his midfield with five men, keep the game tight and hope for a breakaway goal. The breakaway goal never materialised and once Paul Scholes scored on his 500th appearance for Man United, the final result seemed inevitable. Far from spurring Liverpool into action, the Scholes goal highlighted the lack of ideas from Benitez's men. England defender Rio Ferdinand, who has yet to fully convince all United fans, went some way towards doing so by scoring against their bitter rivals for the second year running. Last year he scored with his head in the dying minutes to snatch a dramatic victory. This year his swivelled shot in the box sealed the result and put United top of the table again. But yet, and despite the return to form of veterans such as Gary Neville, Ryan Giggs and Paul Scholes, many seasoned United fans remain unconvinced about their title challenge. Of all the victories this year, most have been against inferior opposition such as Watford, Charlton and Spurs, while United failed their most serious challenge to date against Arsenal. In fact, most of the teams that they have beaten have been outside the top half of the table, so no change on Sunday then, as Liverpool stay 11th. A very good day at the office. Uh, thank you, Brendan, for that, uh, the very first fans forum. Um, hopefully your confidence in your team will uh, survive the whole of the season. Fans forum, of course, is a spot for fans uh, to tell you, the listeners, what's going on at their club. Yep, uh, log on at languagecaster.com and click on Fans Forum. Okay, let's get stuck into predictions. I love this section. Uh, that wouldn't have anything to do with the fact that you won the World Cup predictions competition. Uh, no. Uh, four games this week, uh, two from the English Premier League, one from Spain and one from Italy. That's right. Let's kick off with uh, England. We've got Tottenham, Chelsea and West Ham, Arsenal, all London affairs. Yep. What do you reckon for the first game, Tottenham, Chelsea? Well, as you probably know, uh, Chelsea have a fantastic record against Tottenham in the Premier League. They have the longest unbeaten sequence amongst all Premier League teams. Wow, like 300 or something? It's not quite 300, uh -huh. but it's over 30. Okay. Um, Spurs fans every year, we like to think that this is the year we're going to break their You run. were close last last season, I, I seem to remember. Um, yes, a last-minute winner <laughs> uh, robbed us of, of, of a deserved draw. That's right. Uh, this one's at White Hart Lane. It's on Sunday. Yep. Uh, Chelsea will be buoyed after their Barcelona draw. Come on, give me a score. Yeah, this could be their year. I'm going to go for 2-0 uh, to Tottenham. And I'm going to say it's going to be a very, very nasty affair. Yep. Well, I'm going to go for 1-0 Tottenham. So what about the West Ham-Arsenal game? 
well, West Ham will be buoyed after their uh, victory last week against Blackburn. But I think Arsenal will have too much for West Ham, and I think they're going to win 2-1 away from home. Yeah, I can see that going 2-0 to Arsenal. Okay. Now let's go to Italy. Uh, now Fiorentina uh, are just on positive points this year. They've had... Uh, I think they're on zero, but yeah, they're, they, zero. They're, they're not on minus points yet. And they're playing away at Roma, who are in third position. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you see this game? I see it being a draw. I see it being a 1-1 one, one draw. Um, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think Roma are going to win this, and they're going to win this quite comfortably. I think this is going to be two 0 Okay. And the last game we got is uh, Spanish Sevilla affair. or Sasuna. Sevilla or Sasuna. Yeah. Lovely pronunciation. Thank you. Thank you. Have you lived in Spain? I might have done. Okay. Sevilla are uh, third position in La Liga. Mm-hmm. Or Sasuna are halfway up the table. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I have no idea. So I'll go for a home win. Two 0 Two 0 to Sevilla. Not many people would bet against that. Um, I'm going to go for a four 0 Sevilla victory. And I'm going to say former Tottenham player, Freddie Canute, to grab two. Excellent stuff. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening uh, to this week's show. Be sure to tune in to our next week's show and to download... Uh, Download everything. Download the podcast, download the worksheets at uh, languagecaster.com. And we'll see you next week.